Welcome to the Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. Alright guys, let's get this going. Alright, five, four. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of The Extra Point. We're not going to get the same energy as last week. You're not going to get some some number ones, number twos, Arizona this, Mo Bamba that. No, we're going to keep it nice and low-key this week. We're, uh, we're riding a very low-key wave. You know, I saw a movie the other day, State of Emergency. But speaking of states, let's get right into it with the state of the New York Mets. This is our intro. We're going to we're going to change it up a little bit. Sully, what are the state? What's the state of the New York Mets? Losers of of the last 7 is it? Sully? No, I don't think we've lost 7 in a row. Um, but it's an abomination. Um, <laughs> just quite simply it's horrendous, and I mean, I, I I was cautiously, you know, I was a little optimistic in the first month or two after the season, but then I soon reached rock bottom where it's just there's no point of return. Um, you know, the negatives are that we have the third highest team uh, by age, and we're like the fifth or fourth worst record right now, and we're we're so done for the year. I mean, I'll, I'll I believe I have more faith in the Mets as much as anyone i'll be the last one to say they're done but they've been dead in the water for a month they're done what they need to do right now is trade their players at their peak value so they need to get cespedes going they need to trade his ass we could have michael fulmer if it wasn't for that bruce needs to get it back together he needs to be traded you can get something for cabrera we need to trade jacob de grom as much as it pains me unless you can get more for Syndergaard or a similar amount for Syndergaard. i don't know why anyone would I hate how people call him Thor and he just is injured all the time with like fingers, finger injuries. Like that's no fucking superhero. Like you're is a Is it his non-throwing hand or is it his throwing hand? It's his throwing hand. Like you're a bitch Syndergaard. Like you don't play. Like you don't like you don't play and you when you do you're like you're a 3 RA. You're very good, but you're not this elite pitcher people make you out to be. Jacob DeGrom is 10 times better and I love him much better, but DeGrom's value is so high. I'm tempted I'm we need to trade one of them, if not both of them, because our farm—that's our farm system—is so bad, and we have the third oldest team. So there's like there's nothing now and no future. So you need to sell and sell quick at the highest value you can. Um, yeah, and I've been pretty adamant about this the last month. Um, nothing's gonna happen from this year. There was a high, slight sliver of hope when they won three in a row, two against the Diamondbacks. I figured right now is the time. If we're gonna make a move. It'll be now, but then they went to lose a bunch in a row, as as we know. So uh, they are done. Um, but uh, you know, let's uh, hope and pray for the best with Sandy uh, Sandy Alderson. Uh, apparently, he came out today and said he had cancer. So um, and I think it sounds like he's been dealing with it for a while, and it's pretty serious. Uh, seems like a trooper, like a really tough guy. I've never hated Sandy at all. I I I. You know, I gave him a lot of praise for his moves this offseason. They didn't work out, but just hoping the best for Sandy and, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with Sandy. Absolutely. Thoughts and prayers with Sandy. That it's It always sucks when it comes to cancer. By the way, Sully, you are on a seven-game losing streak. Oh, wow. That's, 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 how, that's, how, 
That's how disengaged I am right now with the Mets. <laughs> I, I thought we won one in there. That was my thought process, but we just lost a bunch of close ones. Yeah, the last time you guys won was Monday the 18th. Today how is... many of those losses were by two runs? Exactly two runs. I want to say at least four. If I can not tell four. you right now. Tuesday, you lost by two runs. Wednesday, you lost by two runs. Thursday, you lost by two runs. Friday, you lost by three. Saturday, you lost by five. Sunday, you lost by one. And Monday, by two. Yeah, so we lost by two, five, like five times. One, two, three, so weird. Four, five. Yes, correct. Five times yeah. it is. So weird. All right. I... I don't know Very if you guys weird. heard my trumpet, but that was me laying the Mets to rest. That was oh no, that was okay. me playing we'll taps for your Mets. Do it again. <laughs> We're playing taps for your trump- for your Mets. Tommy Buns, Tuba Tuba Tom is taking his talents <laughs> to the trumpet. <laughs> taking my talents to the mouth. Gotcha. <laughs> Got that was uh state of oh. the Mets with Sully. Let's get right into it. Who's hot and who is not in baseball? I'm gonna start off with who is not. Is gonna surprise everyone. It was you know the the last week is not the Mets. Although that's the safe choice. I'm I'm sure you, any no one can argue that. Besides today and yesterday, I was gonna say the New York Yankees are who was not hot. <laughs> Getting swept in Tampa Bay, the offense was anemic, and it was all because of Jacoby Ellsbury showing up to the facility and robbing the life out of all of our players. Who is hot? The Tampa Bay Rays. Winners uh, of seven, seven of the last ten. Bro, they're hot right now. They're playing good. No, Tom? They are. I mean, they're a scrappy team. They're, they're a That's team I like having cash. They're, as a they're, they're, dude, they're about to be 500. Like They're always bottom three, four, five in talent. There always seems to be around 500. Which exactly. Is props to the, their manager and their development. They're like the A's. They're like the A's this season. They're like a gritty team that keeps being like real good teams. They're a better franchise teams. than the A's, I think, though. You think? Lately? Yeah, yeah I'd oh, say yeah. so. The the yeah. thing yeah, with true. the thing with the, the the Rays is they just don't have a fan base. Like they just don't have the money. Oh my god! No. To every, invest like every in organization. like every Florida, they should move that team. Where would they move that to? I don't know how they make money. Like at who all. Who needs a who, who needs a baseball team? Put that shit in the Midwest. Put another team in the Midwest. Well, Cardinals the thing is, you need, or, you like, need another team in NL East. Then that's the thing. So you need to keep them somewhat East. Keep yeah, him in the NLEs, but whatever. Well, I'm saying you, you can't North Carolina, them. the Carolinas, they don't have the baseball yeah, team. Yeah, the, the, the Carolinas. Where it should be, I would say, yeah, Charlotte or something. That's yeah. What yeah. Saying. Keep them Perfect. down there, like Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee doesn't have a baseball team. No? Right. Oh, yeah. Even Nashville could qualify. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Nashville would be a good baseball city, man. That'd be and, – and they're they loyal fan three base. sports, then. They're, they're, MLB's looking to add two teams. They're looking at Portland's a leading a leading candidate right now, too. That for the makes work. sense. That makes sense. That's a good That's a good yeah. city for that. Yeah, that's a good one. Another <laughs> no, uh, West team, yeah. Tom just saying that's a good city for that. Like, <laughs> all right, fucking city, re- relocated Tom over here. I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach them about this. Maybe they won't fucking – clown me like the nba did maybe they'll maybe they'll know a good idea when they see it and they'll seize it but you Sorry, know. We're, we're gonna reapply for you next year in the nba yeah. no we're going nfl next year we're going bigger going, oh, NFL going i want to see multi-sport superstar i want some some captain <laughs> 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 
stop, right. stop. Your your recruitment video. I want it to be you getting tackled viciously or getting like yeah. a head to head contact. I'll take. I, I'm a guy who's willing to take the biggest the biggest trauma. I guess I'll stop do what it. I need to do. Put the stop body it. on the line every day. Well, stop. you put your body on the line in college. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, all right, Jones. Jones, who's uh who's hot for you and who's not? Uh, so who's not hot for me is the Seattle Mariners. Ooh, yeah, four I, eight, right? I, four lost four of their or lost six of their last ten. Yeah. Um, I have not been high on them for most of the year, as you guys know. Um, and they went in and played some real competition. Red Sox lost two out of three to Boston. Got swept by the Yanks. Um, they tied with Baltimore right now. Uh, I just think they finally, you know, had to face someone tough and showing their true colors. Um, even Paxton got lit up by the Yankees, right? He, he got like first five or inning, six. Yeah, yeah he I have up two home runs in the got, first he got, inning. He got lit up. You say? He got five or six runs in the first like couple innings, right? Um, he would have given but, up three in the first inning, but uh, they robbed Stanton in the yeah, second. Yeah, robbed Stanton's Bob home run. Stanton, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're my not hot. And I guess it's a little overspill from previous weeks, but the Astros still um, – won 15 of their last 18 they look like the team that won the world series last year only better um so that's not a sight i want to see as a yankees fan or as a red sox fan mm-hmm. um but yeah they're they're starting to be become the lights out team they were last october and you just gotta hope it doesn't last indeed Sully. Uh, it's just interesting you picked that team, Dave. I'm sensing potentially a little bias because four and six isn't that bad. I know it was against those teams, but there's a lot of teams that have been on worse, worse losing streaks. Oh, one of which, which everyone loves every week, and I just don't think they're a good team. The Chicago Cubs. They've lost five in a row, three, three and three and seven in their last ten. I mean, this isn't your father's Cubs. This isn't a couple years ago. They're an above-average team, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I don't think they're going to win the division. Two and a half back in Milwaukee, who's, who's not doing great either. But um, their pitching is a big question mark. And uh, besides really Lester, and they, you know, you Darvish isn't even back yet, right? And I don't think you Darvish is, is good at baseball. So yeah, he's just, not, he's just not good anymore. He's not good. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't think Chicago could make the – well, they could make the wild card, but they're really struggling. Um, and then, and then who's hot? Actually, I like the LA Dodgers. They've won four in a row, seven of their last ten. Um, they're really starting. They hit seven home runs in a game against the Mets. That was a uh, <laughs> that was a record. I think current day record. Only scored eight runs. The weirdest thing ever. Uh, I I went to the game over the weekend. Of course, they hit a grand slam late, and they won eight two, eight three against us. Besides the fact Mets suck, nothing usual, unusual there. But uh, they're playing really well. This kid, uh, Mike Muncy, he's killing it. Or no, Max Muncy. Max Muncy is his name. He, he's got like fifteen. He's got like fifteen bombs. He's hitting them out. The Dodgers are going to make the playoffs, even though a lot of us said they weren't. They're going to make the playoffs. They could win the division, and at worst, they're going to make their. A game and a half back of the wild card. They got a lot of versatile players. They got, um, you know, like Logan Forsythe, Kiki Hernandez, Bellinger could play the outfield. Chris Taylor could play shortstop the outfield, which is why I thought they'd be okay after the Seager injury. They got a lot of versatility in their lineup. They're getting Rich Hill back now. Kershaw's been out. They're going to get him back. 
So, and he's been not he's given nothing to them all year. So the Dodgers will 100% make the playoffs. Lock it in, and they are hot. Lock that shit in, Tommy. Lock that in. Well, I had the same hot as you. I went with the Rays. Pretty impressive run there. Sweeping the Yankees, taking back-to-back against the Nats. I don't even think they let up a run against the Nationals, if I'm being honest with you. I think they outscored them like 12 nothing. <laughs> they won five in a row. So <laughs> he's just laughing at me. <laughs> I was 11 nothing yesterday. When, when I wish our viewers could see, at home could see you. Right now, because I I need yeah, I need I had fucking... to mute my mic because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm this guy's like, just fucking. I got my stuff on my phone, but anyways, then I got for the not hot. I got the Tigers four and six in the last ten, lost six in a row. I got swept by the Indians and the Reds, who are like bottom barrel. Well, not the Indians, but the Reds are bottom barrel. I mean, they're losing traction in a real shitty division. That if they win games, they have a chance at winning because that's probably the weakest division in the entire league. So. They are not doing so hot. They should seize the opportunity because they have a chance at taking that division if they start winning games. Although the, think, the Indians are playing really well lately, they've won I think seven. They won seven in a row, seven of eight. They're another team that's hot now. They now have an eight-game lead on the uh, Tigers. Yeah, uh, I think before the skid, the uh, Tigers were only like three and a half back. Even less, I think, like a game, a two and a half or. Yeah, right so, now yeah, the they, Indians think, have the division by two and a half. I think over yeah, the. Uh, so that opportunity slipped through those fingers. Yeah, I have a right bonus. Who's hot though? And nobody oh. mentioned them. I know who weird. you're gonna say. Who is it? Tell me. You are going to say the. It's not oh, a team. Geez. It's a player. Oh, it, it's not. All right. Well, that was a that was a trick fucking question. <laughs> I have a bonus. Who's hot? And it is Jose Batista. Nobody spoke about him in the last nine games. He's batting 375, 10 walks, 615 on base percentage, and has, uh, I think, six home runs in the last that stretch. Jose Bautista? I believe so. Joey Bats? There's no, no way right. Joey Bats oh, going no, long right six now. times in nine days. I'll tell you right now. How many doubleheaders were they playing? I would say There's three. no way. I would say three. I'll tell you right now. One, two, three. There's no way. Two. Two. He's had wow. two homers, but he's had he's had two. He four, is playing five, well six, though. He's seven, playing well. Seven RBIs. He's playing very well. Guys. Damn, he has, Sully, he, I thought he's you were walking a lot as I you think we need to, to stop fact checking and just start making like ridiculous <laughs> remarks. Just like let's <laughs> just go for it. Let's <laughs> just believe this guy's bad. Jose Batista is batting an astronomical seven fifty in the last ten <laughs> games. <laughs> just make ridiculous claims. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Let's get into something a little different this week. Who are your late bloomer your late bloomer teams? Sally, I think you spoke about them. The Dodgers. That's my late bloomer teams. They're really, really getting it together lately. Another team that could make some noise, even though they, they just got beaten and they they keep getting beaten. The Nats. They got that doors like, blown down. <laughs> the Nets, like Harper, just has not played well. At he hasn't batted well at all. If he gets it together, this team can make a little run. Another team that's been playing sneaky, sneaky, sneaky good baseball. The Cards, at least this last couple weeks. That's my late bloomer teams. 
And then my early risers, a team that has been playing, and it's funny, Dave, you spoke about them, the Mariners. I think they're headed down. Out playing without Cano. They're going down. Tom, who are your early risers and your late bloomers? Um, You pretty much took them. I really, the only one that I'm really sold on <laughs> is the Dodgers. Um. They're really starting to impress me a little bit in the last few uh, last few weeks here. They've really turned it around. They kind of clawed their way back in that division. I think they're only two or two and a half games out of first right now in the uh, NL West over there. So hopefully, hopefully they, they get it going. I mean, I think they will. I don't think that's a very strong division. Are the Diamondbacks still in first place in that division? Yeah, by a game and a half. Yeah. So they and they're just they're they're down. They're my early riser. They started off pretty. Pretty hot, but they are going to go down the second half, and it's not going to be pretty. But how, though? They get A.J. Pollock back in a couple weeks. They, they still haven't had Ray back yet. They've had their second. Is A.J. Pollock the one that messed up his hand? Yeah. Yeah, that's something that could easily be re-aggravated. All right, but <laughs> that's not, that easily that's not, could like, be it's not something likely that it will. I mean, they're, they're, they're keeping them out. I haven't fancy. I've been keeping up. They're, gonna, they're not bringing them back too early. I mean, it could, but he was an MVP candidate. He had 13 home runs and he's been out the last six weeks. So I mean, yeah, he was crushing together. They played. They played very well. Aside from the, against the Mets, I think that's true. I kind of forgot about Pollock. He's been out for he's been out for almost a month now, right? Six weeks. It's already been the whole six weeks. Yes, it is. Holy crap! Yeah, he. Well, that he'll means probably like, miss eight. He'll probably miss eight. He'll probably miss two more. Wow. He just got cleared for baseball activities. Oh, nice. I forgot about him. Good point, Sully. So it'll be a competitive race there, maybe. It will be, yeah. But I think the Dodgers will probably pull it out. They're gonna, they're gonna he- kick it up here in the second half. It's crazy that we're already almost halfway through. Went by quick. Yeah. Indeed, it did. So, um, so late. Ro- uh. What what is it again? Early bloomers. Early bloomers and your late early rises. bloomers. Um, so I'm gonna bloom too early. I'm gonna say, who did I just have? I just had it. Uh, the Mets started off hot and just- the Mets. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. I can't. Say, I'm gonna say the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, like they do have some talent. You know they have this. They have this kid Austin Meadows, who's going to be a future star. He's really good. He's batting like three twenty, five or six homers, twenty four RBIs, I believe. Had has only been up like a month or so. He's killing it. They do have a good future. Maybe not a great future. They do have a good fu- future. Um, Chad Cool, Jameson Talion. They have some future pitchers. But you know they started out so hot. Um, then we knew they weren't going to keep it up, but I mean, they'll still probably win seventy-five games ish. And then, yeah, they've been—they had the worst record in June, I believe, with them in the Mets. So they're coming down to, to uh, Earth. And then, team that's going to uh, kick it in another gear, I'm going to say the Cleveland Indians, actually, because although they have the seven-eight game lead in their division, I think we're uh, starting to see them. They won seven of eight, seven in a row. They're starting to find that gear and gain that confidence again. Last year. Like last year, they they were they weren't that amazing team at Ridgely. They just went on that crazy run, you know, of 23, 24 games in a row, whatever it was. And then they it was because Houston, the Astros, were the team that everyone was like, "Wow, that's the team to be." And then the Indians came on late, later on. But I mean, you got Trevor Bowers had a monster year. You have you have I mean, 
Bauer and uh, Kluber back to back, and then you got guys like Clevenger, Carrasco. It's a lot of really good starting pitching. Um, so it's you know they got they got a lot of pitching talent, and they and their hitters are starting. To get. Jose Ramirez, twenty three bombs. Uh, yeah. You know, Door and Carnacion's coming around. So Jan Gomes as well. They have a really. They will not be an easy out in the playoffs. Indeed. Jones. Well, you guys took like all of mine, so <laughs> I'll agree with the uh, the Nationals and the Indians as uh, right or yeah risers, um, and then I'm adding the Orioles to the people that fall because 23 wins is too much for that team. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're only 28 and a half games out at the halfway point. I need Yo, them to get to 60 games out. I think it was it was a week like two weeks ago. Buckshaw Walter, I think he said that he thinks they still have a chance. I was like, what? <laughs> like you guys are twenty four games out. Do you not know like, how numbers work? Like you, I know you got to be positive, but like with stuff like that, you just got to go get game by game. Like we're just taking a game by game, trying to compete. Like you don't say, yeah, well, I think we're still in it and we're twenty four out. Like Bucks, Bucks, Jim Carrey, and Dumb and Dumber. And he's like, they, so may, they may finish 60 games back. They literally yeah. may finish the league six, the year 60 games back once they lose Machado. Yeah. yeah. That's probably never been done before. Yeah, we can thank the Yankees for being so damn good to help that out. And the Red they're, Sox. They're going to have that little, you know how they put next to you in the standings, like a, like an X if you've been eliminated from playoff contention? <laughs> yeah, They're it's coming next like, week. Next the month. Orioles are going to yeah, get yeah. that like, at <laughs> like, the All-Star break. The they're going to get the O. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because <laughs> the Orioles are bad, but you know who's fucking even worse? The Kansas City Royals. Yeah, like, they're like two and eight in their last ten. They're trash. Bro, their pitching is so, so bad. So bad. I mentioned this in the chat the other day. Remember when they had that insane bullpen when they beat the Mets? They had yeah. Wade Davis, Greg Holland, Kelvin Herrera, three bona fide closers, you know, at the time. And they had Ryan Madsen, who had a great year, too, and is, and is still doing well. They had four really good relievers, and now their relievers are trash. They have Their best pitchers are like Danny Duffy and Jason Hamill, who are awful. <laughs> Awful, like one of the worst ERs. What a great, what a great group of pitchers to have, huh? Dude, you know, I bet, I bet tickets. I bet tickets to Royals games are literally like a dollar. Like yeah, maybe, I mean, especially in Kansas City. Yeah, that's what I'm dollars. saying, dude. The Pirates used to in have New a quarter, York. a quarter ticket, like a ticket was. A <laughs> Just to get guys yeah, out to the ballpark. Yeah. I mean, like, they're literally homeless people who could afford to go. When, when, I'll when take those, when the three hundred. Like, grandparents <laughs> in Kansas City are yeah. gonna be like, like when they're like fifty years from now, they're gonna be like back in you know the twenty twenty or whatever early then. He goes, we used to go to Kansas the games for a quarter. He goes, Grandpa, I didn't know you were that old. No, we were yeah. just so bad. Yeah, <laughs> we the Yankees were paying one fifty, but we were only what a quarter. They paid us, like. That's what they should start. It's gonna start being like like Alabama going to places. They just the Yankees are gonna start paying the Royals like two twenty thousand dollars to come play at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Get smacked seventeen to one for this shit. Wow, Stan. All right. 
All right, before we get into state of your current team, I want to I wanna start it off with you, Tom. But before we get into that, I want to talk about my this week's what the fuck was that play decision of the week. My what the fuck was that falls on the Tampa Bay Rays. Your stadium's so shitty that Clint Frazier would have hit a home run, but instead it hit it off one of your dumbass speakers in the, and in the Denny, fucking stadium. What? A Denny and Chavaria, he caught the ball. Yeah, and then he caught, yeah. he, caught, he caught the fucking ball. Like, that was a home run. What a Guy fucking play, it. though. What That's a heads-up play by Henshavaria, though. Yeah, I mean, he, it should have been a home run, and it is bullshit, and I don't know how, like, they how they have a team and how they have that team is beyond me, but what a fucking catch by Henshavaria to be... You, like, you know what that, that whole franchise reminds me of? You remember the movie uh, Major League when their whole stadium was just breaking apart? They didn't have the, the water... The jacuzzis are none of that shit for the players. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. They're just a shit organization uh, with a shit stadium with some gritty players. That's all they players, fucking are. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else have a, what the fuck was that? Decision or play no. of the week? That was also one. mine. Fuck Tampa. <laughs> Jones, you look like the You Yankee fans. Um, so... Uh, mine is uh, Carlos Martinez, who uh, I don't know what happened to him, but he was like a top two pitcher in the NL before he got hurt, and obviously he's on my fantasy team, and now he literally can't go a game without walking six guys, basically. He threw a pitch like 45 feet to the right of him, and it just, I don't know if anyone saw it a few days ago, it just, like, he threw it, and it like, and then the guy runner from third just ran home, Travis Shaw scored, and was like, what the fuck was that, like? He literally threw the ball like forty feet, not forward, like in the like to the right, like in between first and third. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Thank God I've been benching him. Jesus. <laughs> I got a I got a livid, a riveting little little tale for you fellas. So today, Junior. So allegedly, my my what the fuck decision of the week is a little throwback to some decisions my man Hanley Ramirez made. In the past few months. So apparently how he's being tied to this federal investigation. A guy got pulled over and allowed the police to search his car. And they said everything except for this brown box. That's Hanley Ramirez's box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he FaceTimed Hanley Ramirez. And Hanley picked up, allegedly, <laughs> picked up the FaceTime. And the police saw him. And that's how he's being tied in. Because they found 450 grams of fentanyl in the box. <laughs> That is enough to wipe out like half of Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jesus actually, Christ. yeah, I was actually reading just an update to your story that apparently he named, I don't know, I guess there's conflicting stories out there, but apparently he name dropped Hanley and he said that his name was Hanley Ramirez. So. God. He's just impressing. Yeah, cut yeah. the dreads. Yeah, man. no, but apparently, like, the the police have already exonerated Hanley. They said he has no connection. He has nothing to do with it. Oh. He's like he's scot free. So so he mean, did it. He did <laughs> know the guy though because he answered the FaceTime. <laughs> so he did know this guy who had yeah. four hundred and fifty grams of fentanyl. Of oh, fentanyl. But yeah, man, Hanley. What a waste! <laughs> wild, what a waste! Wild times, man. Gone too wild, soon. Wild, wild times. <laughs> Hanley sucks. Right. Do you really like Hanley, Tom? He sucks. Hanley batted like 380 in the playoffs last year against the Astros. Gonna need a fact check on that one. Did uh, you guys win that series? 
Oh, but he was the only person contributing. <laughs> At least he yeah, showed up. He, he's just not very good in general, though. Like, his war last year, I think, was point one, so he literally makes no difference. He yeah, he had a good series, either. but, I mean, he just seems like a low, you know... You want to like, know something crazy? Low energy, work eth- no work ethic, like, just... Sorry. It's, what's crazy is his career batting average is a two ninety. You would think it's lower than that. Yeah, he killed it on the Marlins. I mean, he yeah, like he a, raked on he the Marlins. He was so good on the Marlins, yeah. He was a 30-30 guy, if not more. He played short once upon a time when he was not fat and slow. Yeah, he did. That's right. That's what he should have done. He should have just stayed on the Marlins. But, yeah, that was mine, you know, Hanley. And then he <laughs> went to L.A. and got fucking sluggish with fucking Puig. They teamed up together and became pieces of shit. <laughs> Yo, Tom, what's the state of the Red Sox right now? I know in the chat, everyone's always talking Yankees, Yankees this, Yankees that. I want to give some love to the other teams. You know, let's not talk. We already know the state of the Yankees. Everybody knows the state. We talk about that shit in the group chat. The fans, the listeners, you know the state of the Yankees. What's the state of the Red Sox? What's going on with the Red Sox right now, Tom? Sox are back to killing it. They're up 7-1 on the Angels right now. They've been lighting them up. I think we've hit three home runs. But... They've just been killing it lately as well. I mean, they think they went. I think they had eight or seven games with the Mariners. I think they won five of those seven between the two series. We got a big series this week coming up with the Yankees. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope there's uh, hope there's some tension. I hope there's some excitement. I hope there's a lot of runs scored on both sides. I love seeing these two teams just battle it out from the plate. Um, we still have Chris Sale being an absolute monster. He's got the highest strikeouts per nine innings. Leads the league in strikeouts, obviously. Feel bad, though. He's got six no decisions on the year. Only seven wins. He's really gets no run support every time he goes out. The other night, we went out and scored a bunch of runs for him, though, on Saturday, I believe. So that was good. I mean, he's .93 whip. I um, only allowed 31 earned runs so far. He's got 2.56 ERA. Unfortunately, that's a little bit higher. That puts him at like seventh in the AL. But I mean, those guys are going. Those ERAs are going to come up a little bit by the end of the season. They always do. So I'm not worried about that. I think he'll be right up there. David Price pitching pretty well as of late. Hopefully that holds up. We'll see. He's slated to go uh, the third game against the Yankees, I believe. So we'll see if he gets some uh, tingle fingers again and can't come out. But Sox, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully they don't hit their usual July slump though. Yeah, what's interesting is the Sox still outscore the Yankees, and everyone talks about the Yankees' offense. And the Sox still have 12 more runs this year than the so- uh, than the Yanks, so they can hit. A lot of people always forget, you know, they think of the Yankees' crazy lineup, the awesome lineup. And I'm speaking like I'm not a Yankee fan right now, but um, yeah, the Sox. I mean, people can't forget about them. I feel like a lot of people who I know, <coughs> Tony. Just want to dismiss uh, Sox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have two of the best hitters in the league right now with Mookie and J.D. too. J.D. tied what for the league and oh, league lead in home runs. Yeah. I know. First free agent to come and do something immediately. Like, he stepped in, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the best hitter on this team. And he's got, I mean, him and Mookie, like, battling it out for that. It's going to be that way the whole season. They both, Mookie hit a leadoff home run tonight. And MVP supports. candidates. Yeah, they're both MVP candidates. Yeah. If, that Mookie would win it over JD, I think, because obviously JD. Defense. Yeah, yeah, the defense. Yeah. Mookie's defense is he's a gold glove. Like, he potentially, honestly, JD could probably 
win the batting title this year and the home run. I don't think he could get – or he could win the RBI too, honestly. He's no, he could win the RBI. I don't think he could win the average one. His average isn't that. He's above – he's like I know he's like, what is he, like 318? But he's not, he, he wouldn't beat out Altuve. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he's got like 60-something RBIs. He's got like 23, 24 bombs. 23 home runs, 60, 63 RBIs. He hit a uh, RBI double tonight, though, so like 64, 65. I mean, there. Big. Uh, he's batting 325 right now. I don't know if somebody said 3. Yeah. He's batting 325. Three I, I thought it was over 320. Oh, off. Yeah, yeah, and I think Altuve is about 350 right now. Just about. Altuve, I think, is like Christ. 339. I was going to say no, 350. No, because Mookie, Mookie's like He's 343. 40. Jesus, that's fucking crazy. How? Where's Mookie in that? Mookie's got to be close, too. After tonight, Mookie will probably be in the lead for that again. He'll probably be like 346. Mookie's 338. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, team's doing well. uh, And Stephen Wright giving up 10 runs isn't going to be something that's normally occurring. I've been very high on Stephen Wright this year. Dude, uh, before year. that, he had he's a won me two ERA, I believe. He, he's been winning me some money in fantasy, so. <laughs> you got Benintendi uh, stepping up lately, too. Kid has, 50, kid has 50 RBIs this season, 13 bombs. Pretty good for, like, a 22-year-old. <laughs> well, that we could leave that for our real or fake news. And speaking of real or fake news, let's get into a real or fake news segment to kick it off. Jones, a question for you. Real or fake news? The Houston Rockets say that they are all good with the team that they have currently. They don't need to add. They don't need to ditch anyone. They can beat the Golden State Warriors with this team healthy. Real or fake news that they can do this? Um, Real news that they could do it, but they won't have the opportunity to do it because of their salary cap situation. Um, they're not going to be able to bring back everyone they want to bring back. Trevor Reza most likely is gone. Um, and then if you want to make any play at any type of big name guy, you have to trade Ryan Anderson along with probably PJ Tucker and or Eric Gordon. Um, so you're talking about taking away four or five significant pieces from a team that if held together and, you know, given another shot could be, golden state but they also couldn't um but they they, unless they move a significant number they weren't weren't, the question was if if they were healthy yeah and the the answer is yes they could have i'm not going to say that and that's a guarantee that they beat them um yeah but but i i I, it's going to be hard for them to replicate even the team they had last year and if they want any chance of being better and if better is constitute constituted by acquiring another all-star or superstar um a significant number of their role players will have to be removed from the team in order to make that happen so i agree houston's I agree. houston's in a tough spot to get better i think houston, we could be we could be looking down three four years from now saying that houston really had they had one chance and they missed it yeah. um so too stubborn yeah so i i don't know i just I don't. I don't see it for Houston, um, especially now that LA is set up to get really good either this year or 
next year. And a lot of teams will have a lot of money next summer. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like Houston had the, you know, one shot, one opportunity and they let it slip. And now sending it down to Houston Rockets, number one fan down in Arizona. I mean, not Arizona <laughs> in Texas. Sully, take it away. Real fake news, so. Uh, what was the question again? Can they, if they, if they don't they say, need a, they say flash? that right now, they say that right now, they don't need to add or subtract anyone. They have the perfect roster to beat the Golden State Warriors. Is it real well, or like fake news? Yeah, well, it, it's probably fake news, like, because Dave said they can't bring back everyone. They're going to probably lose, uh, whether it's a Reza or a Tucker or, you know, or like, it's like Capella, they're going to have to pay Capella. You know, I mean, right now it's clearly fake news because they don't have what they don't have Capello, they don't have Paul, they don't have any of these guys. They're going to get some of these guys back as Dave alluded to, but not all of them, unless some take significant pay decrease. I think Dave is right; they had their chance. They really had their chance. Leads in both games, even without Paul, and they just let it slip through their fingers. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to look at like in like a slight regression on the on the Rockets next year, maybe like a four seed something. You know. I mean, yeah. Chris Paul could go to the Lakers too. It's possible. I could see Chris Paul and LeBron playing in for the Lakers. And yeah, there's you know, just so many dominoes. Yeah, that so, could many, so much possible. Like Chris Paul could, you know, who knows, get a little revenge on the city of you know the Clippers and join the Lakers. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's fake news. I mean, if they could bring back the same exact team, I would, you know, think it'd be more real. But at the same time, also Dwight Howard could go to the Warriors and then they would win 78 games. So. Yeah. Speaking of the Lakers and CP3, it still fucking pisses me off that they blocked that trade. I mean, I was a huge yeah. Kobe fan. I wanted to see Kobe and CP3 team up. That would have been awesome. Instead, we got fucking Nash, who didn't play, who played like, what, 10 games for the Lakers, and fucking Dwight Howard, who was the worst. A fucking pussy, as Kobe called him. Uh, Tom, <laughs> real fake news. I think it's fake. I don't think they can. Like, they had their chance. That was it. The Warriors. <laughs> what is Tom, so funny about It's you. The visual I'm getting looking at you <laughs> on that stupid fucking couch, looking like you're melting. It's, that's what's making me laugh. You look like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've got like a blanket on and shit. I'm just chilling over here. But wow, no, you it's fake. It's fake news, though. The Warriors did what they did. I mean, granted, Paul is out, but even if they come back, I think that was their one shot. Harden was having the season of his life. Uh, Paul was playing great until he got hurt, but you had Capella. Like, like Dave said, you're going to have to bring too many people back. It's fake news. It's fake news, you say. All right. Now, I'll agree with Dave and Saul. I think it is real news. If they were able to keep this entire team intact, judging that they're not going to be able to, I mean, they're going to need to do something. They need to figure something out. CP3 has said he wants to stay in Houston, though, although they're having contract issues. I mean... They have to meet somewhere. He said that before he found out LeBron wanted no part of Houston. Um, So we don't know how Chris Paul feels now. (sighs) Breaking news. J.D. Martinez just took the lead for home runs again in the league with 24. Hit a fucking moonshot into right field. See you later. Moonshot in his...
Big flopper. Moonshot Martinez. Moonshot Martinez. Moonshot Martinez and Rookie of the Year Ben Simmons. Let's talk about Ben Simmons beating out Donovan Mitchell for Rookie of the Year. Real or fake news, Ben Simmons cheated Mitchell out of the award. Ben Simmons isn't a real rookie. Get him out of here. Get that imposter out of here. Blast him off into space with Kendall Jenner. Actually, leave Kendall. I love her. She's hot. Blast Ben (laughs) off into space. Tom, real or fake news? Yeah, I mean, you know where I stand on this. I don't think Ben Simmons should have counted as a rookie. He had time to be around an NBA team for a year. Whether he played or not, he was around these guys. He was around the organization. He was learning more about basketball probably than he ever had. I don't think he should count as a rookie. I don't think that's fair at all. But he won. I mean, he had a great season regardless his first season playing. If he would have been a rookie, a real rookie, and he played like that, then he would have deserved it. So, you know what? It is what it is. But Mitchell Mitchell definitely would have won if Simmons wasn't in the equation. That's for sure. Mitchell was phenomenal all year. Fuck Brought his ben team Simmons. deep in the playoffs. Like, he came and shoot. He deserves all the credit. Yeah, Ben Simmons choked in the playoffs against Sully's Had a game he with one point. Shoot. Mitchell was the leading scorer. Like, come on. Give me a break. Bastard came and shoot. Fuck him. Jones, real or fake news? Um. Same, same boat as you guys, and I think all of us are probably along some of these lines. Um, also, Ben Simmons just kind of seems like a prick. So, And Donovan Mitchell seems like the kind of guy you want to be best friends with. Hell yeah. So <laughs> um, I'm kind of <laughs> just going <laughs> to yeah. also throw that into the fire. Um, but, yeah, I would have given it to Mitchell with or without the rookie rule, but I don't think Simmons should have been considered. Solid. Yeah, once, once again – we all agree on this. Yeah, and uh, numbers aside, you can go by numbers by number. And, you know, and, and Simmons has the advantage. But what Mitchell did for that team, they lost its number one player in Gordon Hayward. Number, I guess, three player in, in, in Rodney Hood at the time, putting up 17 a game. Um, lost their number one and number three player. Just a Rudy Gobert, or offensively just a finisher. He took over the whole team. They could have been one of the worst offenses like ever if it wasn't for him. If you take him off that team, they would be literally one of the worst offenses I've, I've probably ever seen. Just because they have not much talent other than other than they have no one to penetrate. I mean, so other than Rubio, but I mean, so he really took that team from like a 10, 11 seed and made them what were they a five seed? I mean, that's incredible. Without if the Philly doesn't have Ben Simmons, they're still a playoff team in the East easily. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I agree with all of you, and yeah, Ben Simmons does does seem like a prick. I I've heard a couple stories, which uh, we won't discuss, but I've heard he's kind of a scumbag. Um, love his game though, and then Mitchell, yeah, I just I'll never get the image out of my head of, of Donovan Mitchell scoring forty points for the first time and just staring at the uh, at the uh, mega the jumbotron or whatever, just amazed that he scored forty points in an NBA game, just like a kid. You know, after he hit his first home run, just in awe of what he did, just seemed so, just genuine and a good guy. So yeah, fuck Simmons, go Mitchell. <laughs> the extra point officially not a built, not a Ben Simmons podcast, not a fan of Simmons. Also, a like a rookie, game. a fan of his game, a huge fan of his game. The person, and not not a fan of the person, unless he wants to come on the show. Then Ben Simmons, congrats, man. You deserved it. You deserved it. Good for you, man. 
Um, but uh, to me, the rookie of the year is essentially the same way I think of the MVP award, but you can only win if you're a rookie. Like people, a lot of people think the MVP award or the rookie of the year award is just like, yeah, he had the best year, like he had the best numbers. But like, cause the, cause their argument is like, oh, most rookies are on a bad team or like most like rookies in contention of winning rookie of the year are on a bad team. So like mm-hmm. team performance shouldn't come into that. But like, you just have to scale it differently. Like, yeah. Okay. If you went from 20 wins to 30, that's better than the guy who went from 20 wins to 22, you know, exactly. like it's, it's all relative. And I just think like people just get way too up caught up in like in numbers when like team effect should be just as important as it is for the MVP vote. Cause that's what rookie of the year is. It's the most valuable player. That's a rookie. Exactly. Most valuable rookie. It's not the guy with the best season or best, you know, yeah. offensive numbers, you know. Amen. Amen, right? You, shit, we need to make Dave the spokesman for the fucking NBA. We need, we need to bring you preach, to whatever they... Preach, <laughs> yeah, Oh, preach. boy. I, I could change some shit. <laughs> he wouldn't have clowned me, that's for Dave, sure. Dave, you'll show up with a briefcase that only has an apple inside of it and some loose-leaf paper. Like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right, let's get into... Last night was NBA Player Awards. Let's get into some awards. Obviously, MVP, James Harden. Rookie of the Year, Ben Simmons. Sixth Man of the Year, Lou Will. Yo, so, people forget about Lou Will, bro. Like, I saw that. And I was like, man, nobody's talking about that. Lou Will. Yeah. Doing the damn thing. Defensive well Player of the Year. Rudy Gobert, Most Improved Player. Well deserved to Oladipo, who really upped his game, having come over to the Pacers after leaving Oklahoma City and leaving the wasteland that and the abyss, <laughs> and the black hole, and the person that just steals everybody's talent, and the person that just is a void, and the person that's just a wasteland. <laughs> that is Russell Westbrook. That that was a little bit over the top. I'm sorry, guys, but. What do you guys think about these awards? Anybody that really sticks out of you that is like, that guy really deserved it? I mean, the MVP award, let's talk about that. A lot of people putting out stats of LeBron James outplaying him, outplaying Harden. Do you guys still go with Harden over LeBron? I'm a LeBron. I'm Le- not even just because Le- I'm LeBron over Harden just because... I don't think Harden's the most valuable player on his team. I think it's clearly Chris Paul defensively facilitating. I mean, how can you – James Harden, I mean, if his shot's going, man, that is going to be a tough day for you. But if it's not, he doesn't make you work really. I mean, he's not going to make you work. And then when he's not, you know, not the defensive energy is not always there. So, uh, I mean, Chris Paul, I think we'd probably all agree, is more valuable as you saw in the playoffs against the Warriors. Um, I would have taken LeBron over over Harden. I don't think there was a clear person this year, honestly. I mean, I think you could say Harden if you want. I think you could say even Paul if you played more games. I think you could say LeBron. I think you could say Anthony Davis. I mean, Damian Lillard, if you look at just the regular season, he had a lot of to do with it. I mean, there was a lot of really good candidates. I mean, Giannis was would only be, you know, like sixth or seventh, and he was had an amazing year. But, I mean, I'm not – too de facto on just, like, one MV, like, whoever you say, like, I'm not going to be too upset about it. It wasn't like someone run, ran away with it this year. Jones? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I actually agree that there's like a lot, a lot more people that should be in contention, and it should have been a lot closer than it was. Um, and like honestly, like you know, stack them up against each other. If I had to pick LeBron or Harden, I probably would have given it to LeBron. And that's wow. like, wait, 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 hold that's up. That's a lot for me. Hold to up, say. Wait, this is sin. holy Dave. shit! Holy I mean, is, that's not Dave. Shit. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. It just it does. It, I'm not saying like net like a hundred percent, but like what I need to know the thinking behind Harden. Like why why him? Did like okay they had a, a little better record, but clearly more talent. He had worse numbers than LeBron. Um, they were not the same team with only Harden as they were with only Paul. They were much better with only Paul. Um. So I just don't know. Are we going if we're going best numbers? He doesn't win. If we're going best value to the team, they're going just scoring. Win. I think. I think they're just going scoring. What did he put? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's yeah. I that mean, was that was the only thing he had him beat in. And it's a pretty pedestrian way to look at the uh, MVP, if you ask me. Yeah, but. I mean, I think there's still a lot of like older time writers that have M- uh, MVP votes that are kind of still in school, like you know, protecting their eye test thing, just like, you know, they have this whole thing that no one can see the eye tests and, you know, I, you know, playing the game, I I think I have both, but like you, it comes to a point where like you can't hide behind eye test knowledge anymore. And it's just like there, when the disparity is, the difference is too much or too much. It's like, you have to just, it's black and white, you know? Um, but and, you know, I, I think I fall where Sully is that it there was more people that considered, um, and I think Davis and LeBron deserved more more notice yeah. than they should. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think by any means James Harden did anything to prove he was a runaway MVP like he got voted. And I'm I would be happy to hear someone's case for it, but I don't know where where that would align with logic. So, you know, that's where I'm at. No, I agree with you before, Tom, before you go. I'm, I definitely agree with you. I'm glad you guys are mentioning Anthony Davis because the run he went on after Boogie went down was astronomical. He was putting up like 40-plus points consistently, no? Dude, he had a 53 or 54-18 and 18 game this year during that stretch. Literally, I had wrote about it a few times. In February and March, he was I'm pretty sure he averaged over thirty five points a game in those two yeah, months. That's what I'm saying. He was like he was yeah. like forty, forty two, forty eight, fifty three, fucking thirty five. It was ridiculous. He there was a stretch, I think he went like eight out of ten games scoring over thirty five points at one point. Absolutely ridiculous. He definitely He's should have piece. been more of a people should have kind of Given him a little bit more in that, I think, in the voting there. And LeBron, obviously. I mean, when you look at the the stat thing, the comparison that came out yesterday or the day before, where it was like LeBron had him beat virtually in every category. And it was like – and obviously he's more valuable to the Cavs, like you said, than Harden is to the Rockets with Paul and Capella there. I mean, more obviously Paul is the most valuable player there, like Sully said. But, yeah, no, he definitely – should have been considered more than he was. Agreed. Sorry, I was reading something, guys. Not to. I'm definitely here with you. I mean, everything else we. I mean, <laughs> I, I agree with Ben Simmons, Lou Will, Rudy Gobert, Oladipo. I mean, that most improved player definitely like he played. 
like I said, very well played. Let's get into a little draft talk, a little recap. Jones, starting with you, what what was a steal, your biggest steal of the draft? Um, I mean, it has to be Michael Porter Jr., no, going to the Nuggets. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, obviously that's your, the one you want to talk about most, but he, it's looking like he's not going to play at all the, his rookie year, this first year. So shout out to him facing off against Ben Simmons for the 2019 rookie of the year. Um, and I, I think it's just, it's too risky, you know, having the same surgery as Kerr and Tiger at, at 19, like basically got his back fused, um, so we don't know where that's going to go. If he turns out to be all healthy, yeah, he could be. It's not even a contest. He could be the best steal of the draft. Um, another guy I like, another pick I liked was uh, Lonnie Walker to the Spurs. I think Pop could really turn him into something special. Um, I don't know if it'll be the next Kawhi, but he could. He could be a better version of Danny Granger, more athletic version of Danny Granger. Um, you know, I'm going to say the Knicks knocks at nine. Uh, I really like him. Uh, also, I don't think it's I'm, a steal, though. I, I, I don't. I think he'll be a really good player. Okay, yeah, that's more of a pick I like than than uh, than a, a steal, yes. I suppose. Um, I don't get to I don't get to say that often about Nick's drafts picks. Fair. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, well, let's see what else. Oh, Robert Williams from from uh, Texas A and M for. Boston, uh, he was projected mid-teens, like 14 to 17 yeah, range. 24, no? And he went, yeah, he went 24th. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's like a steal. He could end up being the perfect heir apparent to uh, to Al Horford. Um, I actually loved where Grayson Allen went, and I loved where Aaron Holiday went uh, to the Jazz and the Pacers. I think Aaron Holiday could be a perfect fit in Indiana with that young core they got going up with uh, Sabonis and and uh, Old Depot. Yeah. Um, and I think Doncic, getting Doncic for the Mavs at essentially five was incredible. Um, that could end up being the steal of the draft. Him, he could be yeah, the best player in that. Yeah, they needed that so, bad. And he could be the guy that anyone, you know, he didn't go one. All right, he was a steal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are the those are the guys I I like a lot. Um, yeah, I think even even uh, Miles Bridges to Charlotte, I like that fit. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, those are the first rounders that I like for there. Wow. Speaking of Bridges, how about McCall getting drafted by the local team in Philly? His mom working for Philly. His, him having a press conference about staying in Philly and then getting <laughs> traded soon after for Sire Smith to the Suns. What a goddamn shame. I loved uh, that move yeah, for I Phoenix. Should. I did not like that move for Philly. Yeah, that was dumb on Philly. Agreed, part. although I, I see where they're coming from because Zaire Smith is an elite athlete and a very good defender, could defend four positions at college level, probably can defend one through three in the NBA. Or we'll be able to soon. Uh, he's got the upside, but what does it say about Markel Fultz? They're just drafting all these shooting guards. He thinks he's. Oh, no, I, I hear. I hear they're going to package Zaire Smith and Markel Fultz to try and get uh, upgraded point guard or shooting guard. Well, shooting guard because I guess Simmons plays point guard. Yeah. Right? He just can't shoot, which <laughs> is a problem. Yeah, you know you should be able to shoot a basketball if you're in the NBA. 
Yeah. Fucking okay. injury fucked up his whole motion and everything. That, that's just sad to see. So, what's your... Did you have any steal the draft or... Dave um, I agree cool. with a lot of what Dave said. I really like Aaron Holiday. Wait, who's who's the point guard in Indiana right now? I think it was Darren Collison. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, Aaron Holiday will he'll be a good replacement, as Dave said. I don't know if that constitutes as a steal, but I think he'll be a long-term starter for them. Uh, a lot of people say Robert Williams, but I disagree because I think he has he's he's so he was so inconsistent in college, and if I guess if anyone could bring it out of him, it would be Brad Stevens. But he's just a bum. He's a bum. Like he's a bum. <laughs> yeah. bum. He's a top five, six, seven talent. If he really put his all into it, he could have been a Jaron Jackson. He could have been up there with Doncic and the, these names. His talent is unreal. His athleticism for the position, incredible. Like more athletic than a Clint Capella. Like. He, he just, he, he, I think he has bad work ethic. He seems lazy. He's overslept the call the next morning. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Um, like he just, I watched him a lot in college and he just has a lot of mental lapses on defense players cutting on him. It's just, he reminds me a lot of Michael Beasley and he drafted him. So I know a lot about Michael Beasley. Wait, Michael Beasley is one of the best players in the league, my friend. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Um, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley. (laughs) <laughs> but first, 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 yep. In that but order. steal, um, I think Dave pretty much hit all the steals in the first round, but I don't know if this is a steal either, but the Cavs at eight with Colin Sexton could potentially keep LeBron there. I don't know. If yeah, that, that was a smart pick. That, that, that smart could pick. be a steal in the fact that it could, and even if he does leave, I think he'll be a corner uh, cornerstone for that franchise moving forward and someone that would... Uh, really take the challenge, you know, regardless whether LeBron's there. So they won't be as awful, and then I, th- I think they would, if LeBron left, they should, you know, package love and get another young piece. But um, I really I like the Wendell I like the Wendell Carter fit as well. I like the Wendell Carter fit. Now they got Laurie Marketing and Carter. Yeah. Four or five combo. That is a uh, great pick. Levine, Levine and Dunn. So much talent for the future there. They're going to they're gonna wreak havoc in the Eastern Conference in a few years if they get I, I like studs. Levine, but... But Levine thinks he's fucking, like, Kobe Bryant. This guy last year, so many of the games I watched, this guy was just chucking up shots. Yeah, Levine needs to learn shot. He needs to become a better defender. He needs to add a little muscle. Yeah, he. they could, they could, but he's still talented. He could be, like, their third or fourth best player. But, um, yeah, I don't have too much else to – I think Dante DiVincenzo, my new boy for Nova, is in a perfect fit also in, in Milwaukee because they need a shooting guard. They need three-point shooting. Someone not named uh, Tony Snell. I don't know how he's still in the league and how no one's given up on him, but he's like a starter every year, and he's literally terrible. Yeah. I don't I don't know what Tony Snell does for you. They say, like, oh, he's kind of – he's a defensive threat. Like, no, he's not a good defender. He's not a good shooter. Um, yeah, like, there's, like, 200 better players in the NBA than Tony Snell. So they, <laughs> the Bucks got a lot better, actually. How about fucking Trevin Duvall going from number one player in the country to undrafted? Yikes. Oh, my God. He, he, he didn't get get drafted. I, I I hate his game, I must say. I, and I, I never, He signed with the Lakers, I think. What? I think he signed with the Lakers summer summer that, league. That doesn't that doesn't shock me, but I do not like his game at all. He's not efficient. I don't I don't like anything about his game really. I don't blame that people for not drafting him. Speaking of draft Tom, what are your 
Yeah, you know, kind of took all the steals, but I like what Sully. I was gonna say what Sully said about DiVincenzo at 17 to the Bucks. That's a uh, that's a pretty decent pick there. I mean, it shows you what a good tournament performance can do to your draft stock. I mean, I think probably before the tournament, no one really had him going in the first round, and he jumped all the way up to 17. So that's good for him. I uh, I really like Grayson Allen to the Jazz at 21, though. I think that was a great Yo, pick for them. Grayson. I think, that's my yeah. I think putting, right putting him and Mitchell there together, they were competitors. They brought out, like, great hard work in each other, like, great competitiveness. Put them together. I think that could be real good. I think they'll be able to relate real well, and that could be a real good addition for the Jazz. But, I mean, um, I like Mo Wagner to the Lakers, too. I think that was a pretty Yo, good pick. Mo Wagner, bro. Get it right. Mo yeah, Wagner. Mo Wagner, yeah. Mo Everyone Wagner. says it's Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> Wagner. Mo Wagner, yeah. But, no, I mean, the, and obviously the Doncic trade was huge. I think that was a steal for Dallas there. Yeah. That was probably one of the only real steals there was Dallas ending up with him. Gotcha. Moving right along. Right, right, right along. Let's get into a little bit. Of the free agency, let's look at the list of the top guys right now. I mean, LeBron James has a player option, Durant player option. James, obviously, everyone expects him to opt out. I think he's staying in Cleveland. I think, honestly, I'm all in that he stays in Cleveland. Durant player option. He's he said he's not going nowhere. CP3 unrestricted. PG3. PG13. Paul George fucking player option and talking about having a three-part series right now to announce his decision like come on guys we we don't love you like we love lebron although i hate (laughs) lebron he doesn't get that type of love i mean buggy unrestricted tyreek evans it's a lot of names out there jj JJ reddick isaiah thomas boogie i think is a huge sleeper i think but no one's talking about boogie that's a team changing player right there Oh, no one's Thomas. talking about no one's talking about him though. Yeah, because I think it's I think they assume he's going to resign with them. But I mean, sleeper. I, think I don't think of a name that big though. He should. But he. he should I have not heard one thing talked about him. That's what I'm saying. No one's talking about him. He's going to go watch. He'll go sign some crazy deal right on July. He'll agree to a deal right on July first. There's there's two teams I think he can sign with. That's the Lakers and the Pelicans. But I expect him to be back with the Pelicans. I agree. Him, they were just hitting their stride when he went down with that injury. Oh, I like, think he should stay with the Pelicans. You know who's got a couple sleepers though? Who? Sully has a couple sleepers. Ooh. One guy, one guy who had a really good year was Tyreek Evans with the uh, Grizzlies. Nineteen points, five rebounds, five assists. Granted, those nineteen points aren't the same as nineteen on like the Warriors are a great team. I think we need to take that into account, but. He played really well. Um, you know, he bet on himself. Uh, only had a three million, three point three million dollar contract after two injury prone years. Always been a great talent. Um, he could help out a team, and he's a capable defender, very athletic. And guy, I really like uh, another sleeper who's like very underrated every year. Will Barton. Uh, Will Barton had a really good year, 15.7 points. I believe he was pretty efficient, 43 or 44% from the field. 4.1 assists, not bad at all for a shooting guard. Um, so he yeah, he had a really good year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think he should get paid. People are saying he's only getting 8 or $9 million, but, I mean, Will Barton's been balling and no one talks about him. And then another guy I really like, sorry, just going off, is uh, 
Joe Harris from the Nets. I mean, that's a really, I'm real like deep sleep. I mean, he put up ten points a game last year. Is it ten or twelve points a game? Ten point eight points a game, forty two percent from three. So he's a sharp shooter. He can even drive to the basket. He'll probably get out of there, and he could be like a good three point shooter for someone. Gotcha. I mean, thank thanks for that. I, I appreciate all the sleepers, man. Fucking so do You're the welcome. listeners. Uh, Jones, what do you think about the series? Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, in terms of sleepers uh, that Sully hadn't mentioned, a uh, guy that no one's talking about is Jabari Parker. Uh, oh, that's a good a rest- one. I didn't he's a restricted that. free agent, but uh, it's pretty well, well known. The Bucks are going to let him walk. Um, so you'll have a bidding war for him. When healthy, he was a 20-10 and 10 guy. Like, he was killing it. Um, but he's, you know, two torn, was it two torn ACLs or three now in the league. Um, I think two. So, uh, you know, who knows what he can be. Hopefully he's not a Brandon Roy situation and he can actually stay in the league for a long time because he's got talent when he's healthy. Um, He was worthy of that number two pick and he's on the floor. Uh, Another guy that could help out is uh, Derek Favors. Not being talked about, but he's unrestricted free agent. Um, Was really solid for the Jazz this year. Uh, Was a huge part of that run that they made. Um, he could step in. He's one of those guys he could step into pretty much any team. Uh, he's like a more athletic, younger David West, um, you know, high basketball IQ, does a lot of little things well, um, and probably won't command that crazy of a salary, you know, 11 to 13, 14 million maybe. Um, Trevor Rees is another name. Sully mentioned Will Barton. Uh, Avery Bradley another top three and D player. You could probably get him for 8 to 10 million a year. Contavious um, Caldwell Pope. That was my next. That was my next uh, guy on the list. Uh, he got. He had that huge Laker money. He'll probably take a dip in pay, or he might find another team that wants to shed cap and just do a one-year deal to hang on to it for next summer. With the next summer being so big, um, you could even even if the Laker team like the Lakers swing and miss, like you could see him coming back for another eighteen million or to nineteen million to fill that hole for while they reset for next year. Um, Brooke Lopez can still be a uh, you know, decent center in this league. He'll he'll give you buckets. He's not going to do anything else. He's seven feet tall and he averages four rebounds. And even now, it's fucking possible. But um, yeah, I he can he, he can be this year. It, probably um, he had he had, didn't have a lot of minutes, but it's 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 incredible how he can't rebound. Yeah, but he he can be a backup. You know, yeah. four or five guy on a, on a winning team. Um, and he probably won't command that much money. Um. Even a guy like Rondo, who had a great season last year, um, yeah. but he'll probably—I'm assuming—he'll be a priority for New Orleans. Um, That—I mean, if you could—if you could repeat what Michael Beasley did for the Knicks on a, in a more winning situation, he could be a great addition. If he's not willing to take, you know, he could probably get him for four to six million a year. Um, so yeah, those are those are guys. I've always been a fan of Greg Monroe, but he's kind of his game is kind of fading away in in the new faster tempo NBA. He's more of an old school big, but yeah, those are a list of guys that are like, oh, Kyle O'Quinn too. Kyle O'Quinn had a really Ooh, nice year. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, really good. He did a lot, like similar to uh, he's like a Favors. man's Derek Favors. Yeah, he does a lot of things well. Great defender. Uh, high energy. Great intimidator. Yeah, high energy. Good intimidator. Um, he, someone, someone's going to get a steal with Kyle O'Quinn this summer. I hope it's not the Knicks cause as great as he was, we don't need that long term. Um, but some, someone will get a really, really solid big man, 
uh, and Kyle O'Quinn. What about um, Magic Johnson just putting it all on the line, saying that if he fucks up this next Honestly, two years' Tom, free agencies, he's gonna he's gonna step down? I love things. it. I mean, I, two things. He would Tom, get fired. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would oh yeah. Fire him. Yeah. Two things, Tom. When you started that, when you were like, "What about Magic Johnson?" I was gonna say Tom is literally not about to say. How about Magic Johnson in the free agency? <laughs> yeah. How but, about? <laughs> how about Magic? How about? Not, yeah. I mean, he put it all out. Oh, he fucking some big balls. I guess he he. Oh, got people for sure oh, knows. Yeah, he for sure knows. He's doing his his usual tampering. Now he's just not doing it's it. It's just a numbers game. I mean, he's there's so got so much to choose from. He's got Paul George. He's got LeBron. He's got Cousins. He's got maybe Chris Paul, Paul next George. year. Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson. I mean, yeah. he's got, sure all he needs Paul to George do is. is going there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's pretty sure. To go there, being Magic Johnson, someone who won championships with the Lakers and pretty much was responsible for making the Lakers like the Showtime team that they are. If he can't get players there, he like should like you should just quit at life, man. And the money. That's that's really what it is. And I, I think I hope Laker fans aren't like too pompous about this summer because they really next summer really is the summer. This is a good summer because it's got LeBron and and Paul George, but and now the Kawhi maybe get traded, maybe not. But like outside of that, it's not really that like star studded of a class. A lot of solid free agents, but not really that going to be that many stars on the move. Next summer is going to be the huge summer. So if the Lakers miss out on LeBron, Paul George, Boogie Cousins, or and Kawhi through trade entirely, like they need to, even if they only get one of those guys, they need to just. Stop reset. Don't go spending, you know, fourteen a million a year on Trevor Ariza or some shit. Like that's what got you in trouble before with Luol Dang and Mozgov. Like just sign some contracts. Yeah, sign Caldwell Pope for another twenty-two million one-year deal. Great, just take our money for a year. Give us twelve a game, and you know we'll we'll be fine. And next summer we'll have the same. We'll have enough for another max contract and a half. And be able to make a run at some another crop of really big good superstars next summer younger superstars as well which is more important true that all right and before we go actually let's do our usual segment today in sports history yes i was worried we weren't gonna do it no let's end it off on the right note um today in sports history at age 37 years old this champion boxer announced his retirement. Who was it? George Floyd Foreman. Mayweather. No. Evander Holyfield. No. Lennox, uh, no, Lennox Lewis is younger. Um, 1979. Oh, 1979. Oh, 1979. Okay. At age 37. Not a boxing. Joe, Joe Lewis. No. Close. Joe Frazier. Close. Think of that era. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad yes, Ali. Sir. Muhammad oh. Ali. Got yeah, I thought that was too obvious. Yep. No, that's I love doing that to you guys though. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I just like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> we all sound terrible. We all sound like we're gonna die. Yeah, we do. Um in nineteen seventy <laughs> This player hit two grand slams against the Washington Senators in a 12-2 win. I'll give you guys a clue. It might give it away. 
Give it, give it away. No. Yeah. Mike Schmidt. No, not Mike Schmidt. No. no. What year he was, was it? He was part of the Baltimore Orioles. It was in. Oh yeah, that's a little early for Mike Schmidt. Uh, Orioles, nineteen seventy over the Washington mm-hmm. Senators. What did they have? Cal Ripken Senior. No. No. The, his no, name no. has come up in past today's in sports history, mainly in power hitter discussions. I don't know if that helps you guys, but Frank Robinson. Yes, sir. No. Ding That's ding ding. Guy. You got it. Oh, oh good. Even though I had some hints. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, yeah, I didn't give it away. I didn't give it away. These are One last one. This one is my favorite. We're going back in time a little bit. But in 1944, these three teams, this is a baseball one. These three professional teams, let me add, played against each other in a six-inning contest in a war bonds fundraiser. Over 50,000 people watched the game. The final score was 5-1 to 0. What were the three teams who played these? Yankees, uh, Giants, Dodgers. On... Let's go. Nice. Let's go. Gee, save some for the rest of us. <laughs> I just figured the the big the big 3 in New York. Yeah, it was it. That was it. All right, gentlemen. You you don't got to go home. You got to get the fuck out of here. Catch us next week. Follow us, uh, as usual, on our social media handles. Facebook, Bleacher Fan Sports. Instagram, Bleacher Fan. Twitter, B underscore. Bleacher underscore fan. B underscore L underscore This is every week. I could never get it. Anthony, you can leave the viewers and not throw up. Good. All right. Yeah, no, I feel better now. I don't know. I feel like shit today.